social media. This is your truly Be Little. And you're watching Be Little Speaks. Of course, I'm excited about being here another day. As we get ready to uh, hit our hot topic today, of course, I'm excited about some awesome guests that we have with us to discuss the subject of forgiveness, forgiveness. But before I introduce them or allow the video to introduce them, I want you to just, as you are logging on, just go ahead and say hello. Hello, Lottie Dottie and everybody. We just want to give people some time to gather into the social media platform as we get ready for the subject of forgiveness. Now, I'm looking forward to this. Because there have been some days in my life when I have been bitter, if I'll be honest with you. Bitterness has set in. And when I really did a deeper understanding of where that bitterness came from, I realized that it came because of my inability to let some things go. Have you ever been there before? I'm messing with these headphones. They're trying to aggravate me. Yeah, I I realized that that bitterness came because of my inability uh, to let some things go. Apostle Hall, C.L. Hall, I wish I could have put your comment on the screen. I can't do emotes, but welcome to the chat. Welcome to the show. So it wasn't until somebody said once that you can't be bitter and better at the same time that it really hit me. Wow. That I needed to let this go and let some things go. And so that's what we're going to be dealing with today, the subject of forgiveness. Now, I have two amazing coaches. One's a relationship coach, Ella Francis, and another is a life coach with so many degrees. Listen, (laughs) y'all, when I read her bio, she has so many letters <laughs> behind her name. I couldn't even begin to read it. I was about to say, no, I'm not about to re- reveal how country I am. <laughs> and so we'll let we'll let her at some point, uh, that's Coach Dakota Todd, tell us more about herself during that time. But as we get ready to unpack this subject, remember, you can go into the chat, type Hello. Let's just say hello to our guests. Welcome them to the Be Little Speaks family uh, and let them know that we do have some people that are tuning in uh, like Apostle C.L. Hall. Thank you for being here. Now, let's take a look at this video as we begin to unpack the guests that are going to be here. Who are they? Where are they from? Well, I got a few answers from you. Let's turn our attention to the screen now. Ella Francis is a certified relationship coach with 15 years of relationship experience. She believes that every person in a relationship has a character style, and when two styles come together, sometimes they need the proper tools to assist them along the way. She knows that God has called her and equipped her to be this kind of assistance along their journey. With a bachelor's in early child education and 25 years of education experience, she founded She's Your Mentoring Program. Here, Ella believes she can touch the heart of young girls and help guide them into their future. In 2019, she began in the midst of marriage and relationship ministry, where she was able to walk broken marriages into a chapter of what God had for them. This being the vehicle to drive her into coaching. She is a mother of one beautiful and intelligent little girl, and she's a wife to her amazing husband of 20 years. Family is her second most important relationship, with God being the first. She's a mentor to many, intercessor to all, hears and speaks the word of God daily. Her encouragement to herself is that she is not perfect, but she serves a perfect God. Ladies and gentlemen, Ella Francis. Jacole Todd has a Bachelor of Science degree in Psychology from Georgia Southern University and a Master of Science degree in Human Resource Management from the Troy State University. She's a Certified Human Resources Professional, Certified Professional Life Coach, Career Coach, Gallup Certified Strength Coach, Trainer, and Published Author. She accepted her calling to ministry in July 2006 and April 2020. She was ordained as an elder and reverend of the Christianity faith. Coach Jacole's area of specialty are personal development, career navigation, business, and the Live Your Purpose School Excellence. She is also founder of Coach Jacole LLC, 
and founder of Engage Believers, which is a training organization that focuses on training others on living out Christianity through small groups and facilitating transformational conversations on key relevant topics. In 2017, she released her debut book, Seasons of Preparation. Welcome to Season of Preparation, which is a self-help book that expresses her passion for God, helping people live out their purpose and seeing more healthy relationships and families in our communities. She is actively involved in her community and local church where she facilitates trainings, workshops, and facilitates opportunities for others to engage and collaborate with one another. Coach Jacole's motto is, live your purpose every day. Ladies and gentlemen, Jacole Todd. Well, ladies, welcome to Be Little Speaks. I'm so glad to have each and uh, every one of you here on today. Welcome to the platform. Let's start with Coach Francis, Coach Ella. Uh, welcome to Be Little Speaks. This is your first time here, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> well, welcome to the platform. Uh, before we get started, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, like in, like my bio said, my most um, exciting thing about me is that I am a proud mother of one excellent, intelligent little girl. And I am a certified relationship coach. I have been married for 20 years. And as God has led me into that journey, he's allowed me to experience several different relationships, especially married relationships, divorced women, and helping them to kind of navigate through that journey of um, what God is telling them to do, what their next chapter is in that marriage. So I'm just here with God and doing what God has called me to do to help relationships to stay in balance or to get that balance that they need. Right. And the most important relationship that there is, is your relationship with God. So God honors relationships. And I'm here to just help you to get that relationship in balance. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, that's Coach Ella Francis. And now coming from Atlanta, Georgia, we have. Uh, Coach Jacole Todd, who's here. Welcome to the platform. Hello, 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 Be Little. Hello, Ella. Hello, Be Little Speaks audience. Um, I am Jacole Todd. Um, as the bio said, Brian did a very good job <laughs> <laughs> at outlining all these different things. I'm like, okay, I did that. I do that too. But no, seriously. But what, uh, one of the things about me is I'm a family person. I absolutely love family, um, love my family. Um, one of the one of my passions, you know, in doing the things that I do and in, uh, in the different areas from coaching on, you know, to the other things that I do in ministry in the community is for us to have healthier families. And the the key component to us having healthier families is us being healthy ourselves. Correct. Um, purpose and knowing your purpose, understanding your purpose um, is a part of that. Because when you being about the father's business, being about your business, you're able to do and be who you need to be for the people who who's who are in your life. You know, the people who God has placed in your life. And so um, those are things that I'm passionate about um, in terms of, you know, other dynamics of things. I enjoy laughing. I enjoy having a good time. I love Jesus. <laughs> He's my best friend. And um, and so any way that I can help other people to grow more and to connect with him, you know, I'm all for it. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you for coming to the platform, ladies. Now, before we get started, I want to read something to you. Um, it comes from a gentleman by the name of Anthony Thomas, and I read his book called Call to Forgive. And as I thought about this and the seriousness of forgiveness, I think some people are going to find it tough um, to deal with the subject. And when I read Mr. Thompson's uh, story, this is one of those things that I found tough. I wondered how he dealt with it. In his book called to, called to Forgive, this is what he says. He says, Dear Reader, on a warm June evening in Charleston, South Carolina, 14 people were in a basement of the historic Emanuel Methodist Episcopal Church. 12 of them sitting ready to participate in the Wednesday evening Bible study led by my wife. 
newly licensed AME minister Myra Thompson. That evening, I was unable to go with Myra, assuming the Wednesday evening responsibilities at the church where I serve as pastor. The nearby Holy Trinity Reformed Episcopal Church is where I serve. A few minutes after 8 p.m., as Myra began teaching from Mark chapter 4, Jesus' parable of the sower, of course, a young white man with blonde hair and a fanny pack walk into the church. The pastor, teacher, and participants eagerly welcomed him, pulling out a chair at the table and inviting him to join them. An hour later, Myra finished teaching Jesus' parable, and with all eyes closed, the group stood for the closing prayer. That's when the unthinkable happened, a traumatic and haunting moment that would forever be frozen in time and history, a horrific act that sent nine people to their graves and stunned an entire nation. Now, as heartbreaking as the story is, coming to you in my words from my experience of losing my dear wife and best friend in a senseless and a terrifying act of pure and calculated hate, you'll learn the true disturbing story of young uh, racists who took the nine people at the Emmanuel A.M.E. Church. Now, I know all of us heard of that story when it happened um, out in Charleston, South Carolina. And, uh, but to hear from his perspective, where he lost his wife and his best friend, the question then becomes, how can you forgive someone for such an act? I mean, this isn't like somebody taking your lunch out of the refrigerator while you're at work. You know, this isn't like your spouse eating those uh, leftovers that you had in a refrigerator and you were thinking about it all day to find out that they have been taken. Those things seem light. But in comparison, I have to ask the question, how can I forgive something like that? Why should I forgive something like that? And so the first point that we want you to address is we know that forgiveness is tough, but for something like that, is it worth it? Coach Ella, we'll turn to you. Um, I'm going to start off by saying that in a situation like that, you, you really have to have a faith that's strong enough for you to be able to walk in forgiveness in an area like that it would be hard for any human person to want to forgive, to easily forgive in a situation like that. So you definitely would have to have a grounded, strong relationship with God to really have a heart to want to forgive, first of all, and then to actually do the forgiving. That young man, um, from from what I, I know of, and I'm not a news person, um, but he was was dealing with a lot of um, mental illnesses, you know. So it, you really would have to give yourself in a way that most people in their human strength cannot give. They cannot. We don't even know how to forgive a person, like you said, just for eating some food. So to take <laughs> a loved one a spouse, you know, and, and then someone as near and dear as a best friend to kill them in cold blood, to do something like that, it would definitely have to take some counseling, some strengthening. Counseling and prayer is good. <laughs> it would definitely have to take some counseling, some strength, some God, some healing, it will be a process. It's not something that would just happen overnight. It's not something that would just, you would just come up with and say, oh, I'm just going to forgive. It's a process for something like that, for you to get to a place to want to forgive, to have that a desire to forgive. So having um, a good, solid foundation in Christ, having a relationship with him, getting some counseling and getting healing from the situation and going through that process, forgiveness is definitely doable, but there okay. are steps okay. to take okay. and there's a process. So you're saying forgiveness is doable. There's steps to the process. Now, Coach Todd, Coach J Jaco, I'm sorry. 
why should I forgive someone like that? I mean, it seems like an unforgivable act. Why do, why is it best for me to forgive? Well, I'm kind of echoing what um, Coach Ella was sharing. That situation is unthinkable. Um, it hurt my heart. I knew when you began to share it, what story it was going to be. And I didn't want to listen to the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, I don't want to listen. <laughs> right. You know, it's, it's so heart wrenching. It's such an, a heart wrenching story. And it hurts my feelings um, every time I think about it, you know, and, and so forth. But speaking from the, the place of forgiveness and why it's necessary, why is it even worth it, um, is... The biggest thing that I learned um, in terms of forgiveness, and I encountered um, a, a really good teaching on forgiveness, which is called Forgiven Forward. It's a very a, a phenomenal organization, um, uh, probably about maybe 10, 12 years ago. And prior to then, I didn't understand about forgiveness in the way that I began to start understanding it and the importance of it. Um, after doing some study and even getting some um, some counsel myself, but um, but in saying those things to say, um, it's more about you. When we hold on to hurt, when we hold on to bitterness, when we hold on to stuff, that prevents us from being able to heal. Wow, and wow. Um, and that's a, an understanding that. Um, us as people um, have to come to an understanding of, and we cannot echo on what um, Coach Ella said, we cannot do it in and of ourselves. Um, depending on how deep of a wound it is, um, we definitely need God's hand, his power. Uh, we need his love, his grace, his mercies, and we need to have a God perspective. It's like we have to not have a worldview, but we have to have a wow. God perspective of what forgiveness truly is. And even if our minds cannot agree with it and our hearts have a hard time receiving it, we still have to spiritually um, through in, in time because it, everybody's process is different. Right. In time, understand the layers of beginning to release and to let that hurt and that pain go. And everybody's process is the same. Um, it's not the same. I'm sorry. It's not the same. And by no means would I ever tell someone, you know, you should be doing this or you shouldn't do that. By no means do I have any ground <laughs> to say that to anybody on no level. Mm -hmm. So, but my encouragement is in that space to understand about forgiveness from God's perspective. Okay, so now I have to ask a question. What is forgiveness? Because if for someone like that, does that mean um, that I have to go and become their best friend? Um, does it mean that I have to uh, get to a place where I could genuinely have genuine affection and love for them. I mean, genuinely, what is forgiveness? Is that reconciliation or uh, coach Ella? What do you, what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, um, no, by no means. <laughs> is, it, um, is it being buddy with, with the person or <laughs> the situation? Um, it, it depends. Every situation has its own um, life form. So it depends on the situation. You got um, different relationships, different levels of relationships, mother-daughter, family relationships, corporate relationships, friendships. So it depends um, on the, the type of relationship, the type of situation that you're dealing with. If you're dealing with a person that you don't um, really communicate with, if it's an employee, you know, um, or if it's a coworker, I was trying to say if it's a coworker, it doesn't necessarily mean that you guys have to be the best of friends. You're forgiving for yourself. Forgiveness is for you. Forgiveness is for the healing of your soul. God says that that you, you know, he he wants to forgive you that he's willing to forgive all of your sins and throw them into the sea of forgetfulness. He's willing to... 
one one second. Go out, baby. Go uh, out. Baby. It's okay. You already already told us that <laughs> you're the mother of Go an out, baby. intelligent baby yeah. girl. <laughs> oh, you're handling Sorry about that. that. She, no problem. She's gonna, she gonna be upset with me in a minute, and um, I'm gonna have to ask her for her forgiveness. She's gonna be real right. hot with me because I, I I had her to back on up out of the office, but you know I'm gonna ask for forgiveness, and we gonna we gonna love on each other tonight, and we gonna cuddle and go to sleep and she gonna be all right but, <laughs> but but the the dynamics of the situation the dynamics of the relationship but forgiveness is for you it's not for the person who did you wrong it's not for the person who hurt you or stole something from you it is for you it is for you to heal it is for you to move on it is for you to be free and it is a freeing that you will never understand until you literally walk in it. Wow. Forgiveness is a total freeness. So are you saying so geez, that's what it is for me? So, so are you saying that without getting to the place where I could forgive, that it holds me back from some things? It it's almost like you have yourself imprisoned to what that person did to you. Wow. That thing, that thing in which that you have not um, been able to forgive that person for that thing, that person, it's like they hold you, that thing holds you captive and it literally eats you up from the inside out. You, you really don't understand how your physical body operates on the inside and the things that, that anger, that frustration, when you think about it, when you see them, all of those emotions come back into play. It's not healthy. Wow, it's not healthy wow. physically and it's not healthy for you in your spiritual realm to hold on to forgiveness. It literally holds you bondage. Wow. Wow. Now, uh, Coach uh, Jacole, this is an amazing statement from one of our listeners. She says, uh, Dr. Demetria Lambert says forgiveness does not mean fellowship. Yes. It just means you are releasing hate and bitterness so that event or person does not become a festering wound. I think that is an amazing, an amazing yes, exactly. um, response, something to look at. I, I recently read, uh, Coach Nicole, that whenever you're waiting on an apology from your offender, that it is almost as if you're waiting for their forgiveness in order to heal. <laughs> That, mm-hmm. you're, that your life becomes stuck and you're taking the person that offended you and giving them the power to determine when you would move forward. So in, in saying what, what Dr. Lambert just say, just acknowledge that whenever we don't forgive, it seems that you're saying that our lives become halted while the other person is just living their lives and moving forward. What do you think about that, uh, Coach Jacob? Well, I think Dr. Lambert's statement was great wisdom, great wisdom. That was a really phenomenal statement Um, and um, just kind of piggybacking on some of the things that Coach Ella was sharing. Until you've experienced forgiveness, until you released something. Yes. That um, you've been holding on to and mind you we can sometimes hold on to stuff that we don't even know we holding on to uh, when I first kind of had my encounter with going through some some real healing and forgiveness there were some things in my life that I didn't even think I had issues with to be completely honest I didn't even think I had issues with these things but when I began to learn about forgiveness and then I began to you know talk to God talk to the Holy Spirit about hey you know I'm trying to do these things I'm trying to move forward you know in these areas of my life and he was like well hey sweetie you got this unforgiveness over here that you need to deal with and I'm like ain't got no issues with these people I'm good he's like yes ma'am you got some issues and I want you to be honest and truthful with yourself and walk through some a process of counsel, a process of healing and releasing and letting those things go um, and repenting because it's sin. 
that's like another thing. It's like it's sin. It's not just, hey, I'm holding a grudge because this person did something to me. No, it's actually sin. Um, it's something that we are holding. When we're holding things against other people, it's like that's something that is a, um, a hindrance in our relationship with God. It's a blockage that's in that relationship. And so when we're praying, when we're trying to move forward, when we're trying to do these different things in our lives and we're wondering, why can't I move forward? Why can't I move past this place? That place may actually be held up because of some unforgiveness that you have in your heart about something that is completely unrelated. Wow. To that thing that's holding you up, you know, to me, to that thing that you want to move forward in. And I'm just kind of saying those things to say that until you begin to release and to let things go and start working through some of your areas that God begins to reveal to you, because when you start talking to him about unforgiveness and you start reading and studying and, <laughs> and going in the scriptures and praying and so forth, he's going to show you things. Wow. There are some people that's probably getting shown some things as they're looking at this podcast tonight and thinking to themselves, like, you know what? I probably do need to 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 let that thing go against my cousin or against my whomever or whatever, because God is going to begin to show you stuff. And when he shows you, you can hold on to it if you want to, but it's going it's hindering you more than it's hindering those who you're holding it against. Wow. It's, it's more about you than them. An amazing observation. Now, I have a question for you, Coach Jacob. Since I've started with uh, Coach Ella first, I'm going to now start with you next. Do I need to f wait to feel this thing before I choose to forgive? I mean, do I wait for the feeling? Because sometimes, uh, <laughs> you know, I know the Bible. The Bible says, love those who hate you. Do good to them who despitefully use you. But sometimes I don't feel like it. Is it okay for me to wait till the feeling comes before I decide to move with the act? Well, uh, what I will say about that is don't be fake. Don't be fake and don't be phony because God is not fooled <laughs> by us not being honest and real with, with ourselves and with him. And so if you're struggling with letting something go and you know that you probably need to let it go, then I would encourage you to talk to God about that struggle, to address that struggle as a struggle, you know, because some things are deeper than other things are. Um, and then depending on each person, um, something that may offend me, Brian, may not offend you. And, and likewise, you know, so it, it's, it's not about us feeling like doing it. It's more about us knowing that it's necessary. And beginning to go on that journey, that self-discovery journey with ourselves to decide, hey, I'm going to deal with this, even though when I when I look at this, it hurts me. Or if I touch this, it, it, it stings or whatever. You know, you have a, a sore or a wound, you know, it's sore to touch. You know, it's you know, so that's what some some wounds, some feelings, you know, that may come up. But when you begin to get the surgery done or get the procedure going, that's when you're able to get that wound healed. Wow. Wow. An amazing observation. So I don't have to wait on the feeling. This isn't about the other person um, releasing or even having some level of remorse for what they did to me. It really is about me moving on with my life. And in order to do that, would you say more than it being a feeling that it's a decision? What you what what do you think about that, Coachella? Definitely, it's definitely a decision that you that you're gonna have to make within yourself that this is something that you want to do for you. Um, Jacole was saying about things that happened for her as she was going through her process and things coming up, and. You know, I went through that as well. It's a, it's amazing um, how when you're starting to move in the vein in which things that you're called to do, how God will begin to deal with you in certain areas. And like Jacole had mentioned, Coach Jacole had mentioned that there was things that was coming up that she didn't even think that she had to deal with um, that forgiveness piece in. And so as I was walking through certain things in my life, I realized 
that God was showing me certain things and certain people. And I'm like, I didn't even know that I had an issue with that, you know, and not just not just that, but just going through the process of going through that emotional thing all over again. So because when God brings it up, it brings back those emotions that was attached to it most of the time. So in that moment, yes, you have a decision to make. You have a decision whether or not you want to um, hang on to those emotions and that that anger or whatever it is that you're feeling in that time that's connected with that situation or you're going to allow God to heal that and to soothe that away from you. And at that time, you make a decision to walk in forgiveness. You make a decision at that moment to say, I am releasing this. God, I forgive this person for this, that, or the other and allow God to begin the healing process for you. Because sometimes just because you speak, I am, um, I'm, I'm forgiving and I am um, walking past this and, and getting through this doesn't mean that that is it. And oh, woe with me. I am good. I am. No, sometimes you have to go through a process as well to get to get it all out of the way. Just because in that moment that you say, OK, God, I make the decision to forgive. Sometimes that forgiving is a process. But now, do you, do you think sometimes people take advantage of your forgiveness? I mean, case in point, um, I, <laughs> I remember uh, being in a situation where I felt like I was done wrong. And after being done wrong, I did what I thought was to do, the biblical thing, forgive. And then it seemed that the person turned around and did something similar again. And I did what the Bible says, seven times <laughs> 70, I'm going to forgive again. And then it seemed like they did it again. And when I just didn't want to forgive, uh, they seemed to play on the fact that I was a Christian and started saying, well, you a man of God. How you, you a man of God. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be the one forgive, and it just sitting. It just seemed like they were just, um, just waxing out. Now I know when Peter asks a question, how many times that I should forgive? Seven times seventy. But what do you do when you feel like you're being disrespected, and that people are just really? Um, taking advantage of you because you are a man or woman of God. Coach Nicole, I pose this question to you. What do you do? Well, (laughs) (laughs) one thing, I don't know where people get from, get, you know, get that just because you love Jesus, you're going to let them treat you any kind of way. That is not true. That is not my life. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm not that kind of Christian, but but the thing that I will say that I am is I am going to seek to honor my God. Wow. I'm going to seek to honor my God. But when you forgive that forgiveness, um, the way that the relationship is restored is through reconciliation. Like that's the next level is you forgive. But when it comes to that relationship, reconciliation is something that helps to bring the relationship back into a right standing or the the correct standing. And if someone doesn't repent of what they've done, meaning an unrepentant person is somebody who keeps doing the same thing over and over and over again, you are not required by any scripture that I'm aware of to keep putting yourself into a situation with someone who is unrepentant to keep doing the same thing to you over and over again and and keep exposing yourself to the things that they're doing to hurt you. That is not what forgive for, what, what your forgiveness is. Coach your Ellen? forgiveness. Uh-huh. No, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Continue. No, that's all I was saying is that, you know, the reconciliation and the repentance is the piece where 
in that particular situation with the person who keep doing the same thing over and over again. That's missing with them. You the woman of God. You the woman of God. Well, you and, and, and that's the reason why. <laughs> you, tell her you look like you got something to say listen, about that. <laughs> listen. <laughs> no, listen. Yeah, cool. <laughs> this is, I, 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 I'm gonna use all the wisdom that's all, that I can muster up on the inside of me because when it comes to that and you keep trampling over me, I'm not gonna keep opening that door. I'm not gonna give. I'm not gonna give you that space. After the second time, I'm my space. That door is closed. My space had. I done picked up my whole entire space and I done moved somewhere else. You won't have that access to me to hurt me three, four more times. That's just not going to happen. You uh, Forgiveness, yep, I'll forgive you that one time. Okay, that second maybe. But then I'm going to use some wisdom and I'm going to start closing some doors and I'm going to start handling you with a long handle stick. I am not going to give you that space to continue to do, it, to do those things to me. And so that I'm going to have to keep forgiving you. No, I'm not going to live my life in that vicious cycle. I see you coming. I'm going to wave at you from across the street, but I'm going to keep on moving. You can't come in my space like that. That's just not going to happen. This wouldn't be be little speaks if I didn't make it tough. That's good (laughs) if it was a coworker. But what if it's a spouse? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Covenant is involved. (laughs) Where, 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 how do you handle that when it what, seems that what level you what are... level of forgive what what level of incident <laughs> are we talking about? Because um in a transparent moment, my husband eats my food out of the refrigerator all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I I'm gonna sip my tea on that one. <laughs> I have just come to terms with some things I'm just gonna be missing out on. So it depends on the level of what it is that you have to continue to forgive. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> you know, so it really does. Um and that's that's real talk. My my husband um I eat my stuff and you know, and 20 years after 20 years, honey, you just give some things you just learn what battles to fight. What, okay, right. I just buy me some more chicken salad. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm gonna ta- <laughs> or I'm gonna tap them pockets and you gonna buy me some more chicken salad. <laughs> <laughs> That's more like it. More like I'm gonna tap them pockets and he gonna purchase me some more chicken salad. But um, when it comes to things that's a little bit more deeper, then um, there's some there's some healing that's gonna have to take place in um. Brother man going to have to get before somebody and get some counseling and get some things worked out in himself because it still is the same. No, I'm not going to distance myself from my husband or my spouse, but I'm, I am still going to use the wisdom of God. I am still going to seek God's face um, concerning the situation and circumstances concerning my marriage, um, depending on what the situation is and how serious the situation gets. Right. He's going to have to definitely get some help before I continue to put myself in a situation where I am going to continue have to having to um, forgive him for the same thing over and over again. That's not that's not wise, especially if it's something that's that's hurting me, that's breaking me. That's not making me feel whole. I am not going to continue to subject myself to those types of things. I don't I, I wouldn't advise anybody to subject themselves to um, a relationship, a marriage where it's breaking them. It's not it's not benefiting them in a positive way. Um, I would I would definitely definitely uh, hubby would have to get some some serious counseling <laughs> some help um, and I would have to see some I would have to see some drastic changes in that area. <laughs> right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to something Apostle C L Hall said from uh, uh, from Ohio. He said my wife didn't tell me it was a sin to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that laugh, Apostle. Thank you for that laugh, Apostle. Let's look at what Dr. Lambert is weighing in with. She says many marriages break up over things that are unfor- that are forgivable. Right. But society says that they are not. You must right. walk and live in the word and be led by Ruach Hokodesh. Relationships take work. You must do the work. Thank you exactly. for that contribution. And, and I appreciate it. Now, it, it seems, again, that we're getting back to 
the same point. It seems that I'm going to have to go deeper if I'm going to really be able to deal with the weight of unforgiveness. And going deeper looks like for those that may not be of the faith that are listening today, that I really need God in my life in order to be able to handle um, some of those weightier things uh, that happen. Now, let me ask you a question. How do I know? What does walking in unforgiveness look like? Because maybe we have some people that don't even know that they need to forgive. One of the things I'll suggest um, that if you may not recognize it, but anytime that person's name is mentioned or anytime they walk into the room, if you tense up and all of a sudden, I used to ask the people at my church all the time. I said, have you learned to forgive? I said, yes. What would you do if your ex walked into church right now? What would you do? And what if you what would you do if he sat right behind you? And what would you do if the doors of the church were open and he walked to the altar? Will you be able to trust that a healing has begun in them accepting Christ? Or would you be sitting there with your arm folded? Hmm, he ain't for real. I know him. That's a master manipulator. I know he just playing the game. He doing whatever he need to do <laughs> to get back. I mean, at what point do I realize that I'm work, walking in unforgiveness? Uh, Coach Jacob, uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, I agree, you know, with what you were sharing. If that person's name is missing or that person shows up and you feel some kind of way inside your stomach, like I, it's a place like inside your, <laughs> your gut. Inside your shut It's like a little place. <laughs> if that little place starts feeling some kind of way, then, you know, or if you find yourself in a situation where you avoid people at all costs. Like you avoid this person if they with you know, whatever, or <laughs> you're going to not want to be near them, want to be around them, you know, want to have nothing to do with it. Um, I'm going to take it to, you know, just even a different, a different space. Um, even if, you know, cause sometimes it's, it's people inside of places that hurt us. Could be something that happened on your job, could be something that happened in your family by a particular family member or a particular group of the family. But when those kinds of things begin to make you avoidant right. and you don't want to deal with the circumstances of the situations associated, it's just worth going in and pulling back some of the layers to see right. what's really there. And it doesn't mean that you got to, you know, forgive every person or you understand every part of it, but just beginning to sit with yourself and do it when you're doing some self-care, some self-reflection and just acknowledging what you see. Wow. Wow. Wonderful. So, Coach Ella, what are some steps that I can take to let it go, to be released, to take this weight that I thought was, you know, uncurable? Uh, what are what are some things that I can begin to um, to start the process of forgiveness? Well, you want to identify um, first of all. You want to identify, and a lot of times that's like the hardest um, thing to do because a lot of times you don't even know that you're having unforgiveness in certain areas or with someone. So um, once you identify those spaces or those people or those things, whatever it is, you want to get with yourself. You want to um, get in a quiet space and you want to have, you know, that conversation of how you're going to walk through um, this forgiveness process. Um, for example, I, I had to deal with a for, um, forgiving someone that um, hurt me in, as a child. Um, and so I, I thought that I had forgiven that situation and had moved on and going through um, a deliverance process that I went through a couple of months ago, um, I realized when they spoke on that situation that I still had some residue, for lack of a better words, um, in, in that area with that person. And so I literally took the steps of <clears throat> right then and there having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with God. God, I released this person. God, I forgive this person. Now, God, you know, I forgive myself 
so that I'm able to move forward in this situation and this situation will not hinder me this situation will not haunt me this situation will not hurt me anymore i release them and i release it from me because a lot of times they you 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 probably forgiving this person and you releasing this person but that stuff is still in you so you you got to identify you have to com- confess it out loud. You have to forgive the person and you have to forgive yourself. Right. Because right. a lot of times we can forgive the person, the person that been released, gone, but you still holding on to some stuff as well. So you have to also forgive yourself, move past the situation. And like I said, sometimes it's a process. Sometimes you might have to go back and, and forgive Again, because you thought of something else that popped up in your head. And <laughs> Lord, I forgive, I forgive them for that. And, and you know and what the Bible says about that, too. He says, if you right. can offer a gift at the altar, but you have unforgiveness in your heart, yes. it's better that you leave your gift at the altar and go right. and, and make it right. So forgiveness exactly. is something. I was looking in the word of God. First John 1 and 9 says this. If we confess our sins, he is faithful. And just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all righteousness. So I, I hang my hat on what you were just saying for confession, um, doing the list, yeah. um, taking inventory of our emotions and our feelings every time that person's name is mentioned and yeah. how it puts us into a bitter place. While those people, you know, at Root Chris living their best life, but we hey, have them living. Right. <laughs> right. But we can't let it go. So confession is good. Um, doing a list and making sure that we are honest about what we feel. Coach, right. Nicole, how, what are your thoughts about this? Um, the one thing that I wanted to that I would like to say to kind of piggyback on what you guys are saying, you know, and reading the first John scripture um, about sin. Now, one of the things about sin, we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Amen. We've all seen it. Amen. But what we have to do is in that place of the fact that we have all seen, we have to agree with God about what sin is. Oh. It doesn't mean that, okay, I'm going to be perfect. I'm going to do everything perfect. No, it doesn't. He knows where you are in your process of whatever you're seeing or things that you may do. <laughs> but when you're agreeing with God, you're saying, okay, God, I agree with you. I really should not be holding these things against this person or I really shouldn't be mad with them about that Um, because we get mad, we get offended and we start justifying it. And then we get other people in our amen corner and they be like, girl, yep, you should be mad with them or you shouldn't da 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 and and off you go into a place of unforgiveness (laughs) and it's not worth it. And so I wanted to... um, there are seven protocols of forgiveness. I'm gonna because Ella went through some of them that I've got. We got from what I've gotten from forgiving forward the study that I mentioned. But in terms of you know getting before God and asking Him, who do you need to forgive? Who do I need to forgive? He may say another person. He may say you need to need to forgive yourself. But you got to repent of that sin of unforgiveness and then begin to. Uh, forgive each offense that comes to your mind about that person or about yourself. And like Ella said, you know, you may have gone through the process and then later on down the line, God is like, you know, you didn't forgive them for this, or this is why you're still feeling this way about them because now you need to forgive them for this. And so it may come back up and you have to make a decision. I choose to forgive. As we talked about before, it's a decision. I choose to forgive such and such for doing the thing that they did or or making me feel the way that they made me feel. Uh, We have to be honest with ourselves and choose to, 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 to forgive because we're agreeing with God about not that they didn't do what they did because they really did do what they did, but we still have to choose to forgive them and then declare that that person is no longer in our debt. And then another step that's in this, these protocols is blessing that person. When you are able to bless somebody out your mouth (laughs) who has offended you, that's going to do something to your insides. 
in that inside of your stomach place that we was talking about before. Oh, it's going to do something to that, just, that place just, right when there. You, wait a minute, because when you just said that, <laughs> I said bless? Bless. Bless that person out your mouth. So how does that correlate with the long handle spoon situation? Because sometimes we think That's if we process. ignore no, verbally, verbally bless them. You're, I you're, see. you're verbally blessing yes. them. And so you're, this is in your prayer time. This or you got some counsel helping you. This is you doing it away from that other person. And but you're in your heart, you're truly agreeing that you want to bless them because now that you've forgiven them and they're no longer in your debt, blessing them is going to take it to the next level. And if there is something that's still there, when you begin to speak those blessings over their life. You're gonna start feeling some kind of way inside your, at least for me, inside your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> That's a process. So, well, I'm gonna so say let's, it was, let's, it's a process for me. <laughs> the bless, yeah. the blessing part is a. It, it was a process for me, and it was just a, a isolated situation <laughs> because <laughs> I was able to forgive the person. I was able to go through the steps, but when it came down to the blessing, I wasn't able to bless them until twenty years later. But I eventually got to that place of saying, you know, God, you know, I started blessing them. But that that blessing part for me was is a process. And I, and again, for me, it's, a, it's a, the level of the forgiveness that you're going through or the level of the offense. <laughs> wow. 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 So now we have uh, looking at it say we must confess. Um, we must evaluate, and, and I'm just going back over the conversation. Then, thus far, this next point, bless. Woo, Shana, I felt it. <laughs> you might, you may have to speak in tongues to get some <laughs> You may have to pull in the Holy Ghost a little right. different way, your prayer language, right, to get some strength for that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He gives me my medicine in my room. I got to go to the the war room. <laughs> okay, so we got those continue i just wanted to make sure for those that are really following along uh with these steps on how to get there we get there so we just left off at bless them we don't have to bless them physically or financially but begin to lift them before god pray for our mm -hmm. enemies go ahead and then you know and committing to not remembering the offense you know because our minds you know our thoughts we're to cast, we're to cast down every thought that set itself up you know all imaginations but when you commit in that process to not remember the offense, wow. not to say that you don't remember, you know, what happened, but the way that you felt from the offense, you're not going to keep going over that over and over and over again, like you've been for the last, you know, two years or 10 years or 20 years or however long it's been. Nursing the hurt. Right. You know, and say, I specifically remember, you know, when it comes back up, I remember forgiving that. Because the enemy is going to make you think, oh, you know, they did this and you remember this. I forgave them wow. for that. And you stand on it. And if you feel like, you know, you're praising God for your freedom, because I think Ella talked, um, Coach Ella talked about the freedom before. Remember your freedom and praise God for that because he's like, you're free. That's you're right. not under anything from that anymore. You've released that. You've let that go. And our freedom, y'all, as believers, yeah. We have to claim that, yeah, right, and to right. stand on that because that's what gives us our joy yeah. and our peace and our love. You know, that's 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 our our strength right there right. <laughs> is our freedom. That's yeah, true. and like I said before, what, what's my quote, Coach Nicole? Is free to be free. <laughs> <laughs> it's free to be free, right? And that's what that's what forgiveness does for you. It gives you freedom. Wow. Wow. Well, I definitely want to be free. I, <laughs> I, I don't want people live, living rent free in my head, in my heart. And I want to move forward. Were there any other points before I turn the conversation um, before we go? Any other points from um, what you were reading? Um, the only other thing, the only thing that I was saying, it probably is just reiterating what we talked about before, is it's a process. You know, so don't beat yourself up about anything i don't believe in putting yourself in bondage about nothing because that is condemnation is not from god <laughs> that is right. straight from the enemy right. so don't beat yourself up about stuff but just really allow him to show you and allow him to connect you with other people who can help you to walk in your wholeness and walk in your freedom you know 
the Forgiven Forward is an organization. Their website is forgivenforward.com, and that is what they focus on um, in their organization. And they and I've I've been set free. I've seen others set free. We've been doing the study <laughs> um, probably half of this year through um, our ministry because it is phenomenal. And so get get some help, get some support if you need. It. Right. The support system sounds real good. Now, Coach Ella, before we get out of here, I want to flip it just a little bit. But what if I was the person that caused someone hurt? What if I was the offender? What if I was the one um, and others won't forgive me? You know, I've said, I'm sorry a thousand times. I've, I've tried to repent. I remember one time watching the television show, this man comes in the room with some flowers and uh, the young lady, Black China, <laughs> takes Rob's flyer, flowers and his candies and throw them. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it. But she took it and I thought, you know, when he walked in with the flowers and with the candy that it was going to be well and she goes to the backyard and throws it in the pool and I said, ooh, I wonder what he did. Next thing you know, I was hooked. But anyway. <laughs> they had you hook line and say, Yeah, well, what, what did he do that was unforgivable? But what if you were the offender and you, you have sought forgiveness, it won't be granted from the people that you offended. What do I do? What do I do? Well, you have to be responsible for yourself. First of all, and that that starts with you seeking that forgive yourself part. So you did the hurt. You make sure that you are in right standing for yourself. You cannot be in. You cannot control what the other person does. If that's the case, then we would have to go to every person that we want to forgive and we would have to forgive them, you know, in their face and ask them for forgiveness and all of this stuff. No, no, it, it's not. It doesn't work. I, it doesn't work like that. So you're going to have to be responsible for yourself. You're going to have to just worry about Brian because you cannot be worried about how the other person is, if they're going to receive your apology, if they know you're going to have to do the work for yourself, forgive yourself for whatever it was that you did and you're going to have to move on from that. I mean, that's how I personally would handle it myself because you you putting yourself you're you're literally taking yourself to the jail and putting yourself behind the bars and you closing the door because you keep putting yourself in that position going to them and trying to get that forgiveness from them and they're not willing to give it to you they have to deal with their hurt and their forgiveness on their own terms. But you're going to have to deal with your part and you're going to have to be able to be okay with that and move past it. Wow. Awesome. Coach DeCole, any words to that? Um, I'm definitely in agreement with what um, Coach Ellis, uh, um, Ellis shared. And my only other thing that I would share about that person is to guard your heart. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to get offended because that person won't receive your extending yourself to them. Mm-hmm. And so you got to make sure that you don't allow yourself to get offended by them not forgiving you or them not responding the way that you would like for them to respond. And you're going to have to, you know, depending on that relationship or what level of relationship it is and the and how much you want that relationship to be reconciled. You know, you may have to, you know, you may have to pray for that other person, stand in the gap, you know, with them, you know, as they are getting their hearts to the place of being able to forgive you, you got to be patient with, you may have to be patient with them. Right. Wonderful. That's good. That, that's very good. Well, ladies, it's been my joy to unpack this <laughs> subject of forgiveness, talking about unforgivable. I want to encourage someone who has been dealing with these kinds of issues and you've been finding it real tough to just let it go. I think one thing that has been said from our viewing audience also been said by our panel today, that one of the ways, the biggest things that they needed to do was give it to God. And that must, that means you must have a relationship with him. You must have a relationship with him. And so if you find yourself bitter, 
if you find yourself moody, if you find yourself depressed, stressed, uh, with the inability of being able to live past it, to live forward, to move forward, but you don't have a relationship with, with God through Christ, I want to encourage you because you don't need to live miserably. God has a way of taking your pain and turning it in power. And it might've taken you 10 to 20 years to get through it. You'll tell your testimony in 10 minutes and in 10 minutes, somebody else will be free with something that took you 10 years to get through. So I want to encourage you to let it go. There's a verse in the Bible's the Bible that says, exchange your yoke with my yoke. It says Jesus, of course. For my burdens are easy. My burdens are light. I can handle it. And what I'll give you won't be so oppressive to you. So consider that. Ladies, I want to give you last words. Thank you for being on Belittle Speaks. It was a joy to host you. Thank you for making all of our lives better. And um, I'm going to start with the newest of the two that I met, Coach Nicole. Give us your final thoughts, your final words uh, now. My only final words, you know, just echoing with uh, Belittle was sharing, you know, let try to let things go, try to release the things that, you know, are holding you um, captive because God wants you to be free. He doesn't want you to be in no bondage any kind of way and um, and receive his grace, receive his grace and give his grace. Oh, okay. I'm trying to stay professional. I almost got a little, hey, in that. hold up. Don't flex. Don't go too fast. All right, coach. Oh, e. <laughs> you know I'm crazy. I'm trying to hold it together. I'm yeah, no, you know, you know, hey, you guys are here, but you know, you know, and you, you know, know, you can't start because if you start, I'm going to start and it's yeah, just going to be a back and forth. So, and then I'll jump in. All right. I'll just be a mess. Then I'm here right. looking like a oh, mess. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Coach E, give us your final words tonight. Um, my final words would be um don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. If you know that you're feeling something within you that you, you know, need to get some forgiveness, get give some forgiveness. It's a process. Just take the steps, take baby steps. We all had to do it. It, it wasn't something that we all just jumped into. So don't beat yourself up, but don't hold on to it for your entire life. And God is over here telling you that I need you to let this go so I can let this go. Because right. God has something for you. And sometimes it's attached to something he's requiring us to do. And it could be attached to some forgiveness. Wow. So just make sure that you're hearing and that you're doing in his timing because sometimes we can wait too long and we can miss it. Wow. So okay. don't beat yourself up, but don't wait too long to move in what he's asking you to let go because he has something that he want to release to you. There's always something attached to our obedience. And that's why we get fought so hard to not forgive to not do what we hear or feel like he's telling us to do because on the other side of that doing is a blessing. Wonderful. So that's my final words. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And of course we want to say thank you to all of you that uh, came in and was a part of the session. If I could just go back and count some names, of course we want to say hello to Sharice Lenore. I believe that's what I'm looking at. AC hey, Francis Sarah. was in the house. AC <laughs> Francis was in the house. Uh, hey, let's Bobby. see. Okay, give him. Wait a minute. We can stop. Go give him the flowers. That's do him. Go ahead. Say hi to hubby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hubby. Hubby. Yeah. Hubby always supports. Uh huh. The the eater out of the refrigerator left <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah. But Apostle Hall already told us it's not a sin. Hey. <laughs> Uh, to Maxine, follow Mar Matthews. Thank you to Dr. 
Demetria Lambert, thank you for attending. And uh, to the rest of you, I, I hope that I didn't miss anybody. Thank you for being a part of the conversation. Listen, you've been watching Be Little Speaks. And of course, I'm glad that we had an opportunity to be here today. I want to remind you that if you would like to see this broadcast again, or if you would like to listen to the audio versions on Apple, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, visit our website, BeLittleSpeaks.com. That's BeLittleSpeaks.com. You can go ahead and log on to the newsletter, go back and watch old shows. Just stay connected. I'd love if you do that. To my guest again, I love you to life. To my guests again, I love you the truth. Remember to take God with you everywhere you go. And if God can't go there, you better not go there. For real. That's real talk. Listen, until we are able to meet again, this has been the show. Let it go. Forgive. Uh, don't just go through. Grow through. I love you. Bye.